What's going on, Packers fans? Aaron Negler here with your Packers Daily Chat. Coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It is Friday. Ready to head into a Packerless weekend. The first one in a while, but uh, some uh, fun matchups there. Super wild card weekend, as the NFL is calling it. All I want is the Giants to beat the Vikings. I mean, is that too much to ask? That's all I'm looking for this weekend. Hope you're all... Uh, Lining up a good time this weekend without Packers football to keep you distracted from whatever's going on in the world. Um, Brian Gutekunst spoke earlier this morning about all things uh, pertaining his job title of general manager. Of course, he was asked early and often about the quarterback position, specifically about Aaron Rodgers and a little bit about Jordan Love. And look, I understand lots of Packers fans in my mentions on Twitter talking about how he wants his cake and eat it too, and I somewhat true, no doubt about it. He wants to extend the relationship with both players as long as possible in Packers uniforms. I will say this. Brian is being smart in the sense of publicly keeping all of his options open, and probably privately as well. Behind closed doors, we have no idea what's being talked about. Who knows what their true intentions are and what they're hoping for and what conversations are being had, both with Rodgers and with Love and their respective representatives have to think Mark Murphy is involved in these conversations, as is Russ Ball, along with, of course, Matt LaFleur and Brian. Um, it's going to be fascinating to watch this offseason play out. If there's an inflection point and uh, a moment within this contract that they signed Aaron Rodgers to, to get out of it, that makes sense. It's this offseason. Now, Brian's certainly not talking like that at the podium today, saying that they made a commitment to him last year. And it certainly wasn't a one-year commitment. But then you can recall Aaron Rodgers' words and Mark Murphy's words, you know, the last summer, talking about how it is certainly a year-to-year proposition. I think there's a very good possibility that Aaron Rodgers retires, even though he would be walking away from a boatload of money. Um, with that said, Aaron's the one who holds all most of the leverage here. I'm not going to say all of it, but most of the leverage. And the Packers gave him that leverage when they signed him to that contract last year i understand the desire to keep the band together so to speak to keep kicking the can down the road but as i've said many times you know just look at the saints you want a uh, cautionary tale that's where you're headed if you keep going down this road and there's no doubt in my mind that given a full kind of year healthy with a offensive line that's functional another year under his belt with the receivers the young guys that you know, really kind of stepped up as the year went along. Yes, I think Aaron Rodgers could undoubtedly revert back to form, so to speak, and maybe not win another MVP, though I wouldn't put it past him. But he could certainly still be productive in Matt LaFleur's offense, working with the guys. I have zero doubt about that. My concern is about the future and the turning of the page, which is coming regardless. And is it really worth jettisoning Jordan Love, or at least sitting him for another year when you could be turning the page, getting him on the field, and starting the next chapter, marching toward hopefully another window of championships or attempted runs at championships, instead of sitting him for another year and wasting golden opportunities, not only for him to develop, but to, you know, become a better quarterback and start leading your team. The man you selected in the first round three years ago, who has basically been sitting there collecting dust uh it's it's a perilous decision facing one brian gutekunst and company uh i made it pretty clear on packer transplants last night where i stand 
I think they should definitely turn the page. I understand Gutekunst wanting to keep his options open, which is what he's doing. Hello to everybody in the comment section. So good to see everybody. And yes, shout out to Keyshawn Nixon. What a freaking rise uh, from, you know, the nickel guy who, you know, got some looks there from scrimmage in training camp. And then remember, he got injured and then missed some time and then starts the year. You know, I'm not going to say forgotten, but kind of as an afterthought. And then doesn't have a single attempted return until six games into the year. Ends the season with 1,009 return yards on kickoffs, more than anyone else in the league. More 50-yard-plus returns than anyone else in the league by a wide margin. And, oh, by the way, he is now a first-team All-Pro member. Just outstanding stuff from a guy who clearly uh, made the most of his opportunity. And look, he's just about to become a free agent, too. I hope he gets paid. I hope the Packers are the ones who pay him. Um, just a great story. And shout out to Keyshawn. Dave starting us off with a super chat. Memo to the beat. If somebody asks you if you love your wife and you respond, when we got married, I was making a long-term commitment, that's not a yes. It's <laughs> well stated, Dave. Um, I also saw Andrew Brandt chime in about you know, what follow-up should have been when, you know, Brian was answering something about Aaron. And I'll just say this. Everyone's got an idea of what it's like in that room and what they would do or what they would say. And I understand there are questions that you would want asked, right? I was just going to say, the guys on the beat, the guys and the women on the beat do a phenomenal job. And I thought they did pretty well today. Um, were there some things I would have liked to have asked? Yeah. My number one thing would have been, do you feel this coaching staff utilize the personnel you handed them at the beginning of the year the way you envisioned them? doing so that's the one thing i'd like to get kind of brian on the record about but i hear you you're right there there should be some kind of distinction of you know brian keeps saying we want everybody back well that's great we all know that's not reality and by the way i asked you about the quarterback so i feel you man dave again heard mike wall talking about issues with fundamentals on the packers and how recent trend of hiring coaches based on scheme is scheme a crutch I think it can be. And yeah, I, I, I heard that from Mike as well. Um, I think it can be. I don't think there's any doubt. I think you try to avoid that when you're hiring. Um, we know Matt has brought in guys that he has either a relationship with or that he feels pretty strongly about their ability as coaches, as teachers. Um, don't forget, you know, like Jerry Montgomery is the uh, Jerry Grays of the world. I mean, they've been on other staffs and they're not scheme specific guys. You know what I mean? So there's no doubt. I think I'm 100% on board with what Mike's talking about as far as, especially, God, all you got to do is watch that last game. It's hard to watch sometimes. So, yeah, I think that's one of the things when Matt talks about needing to go over everything with a fine-tooth comb, maybe there is a little bit more attention paid to fundamentals throughout the season uh, due to the slippage there. And that's on both sides of the ball. Michael, thank you for the super chat. Random question, does 2000 to 2009 Favre make the Hall of Fame? Oh, that's interesting. I doubt it. I I tend to doubt it. I think he throws way too many picks in that uh, stretch there. I mean, he always did, but he started to at least limit them when he was win winning MVPs in the middle of the 90s. Yeah, I don't know. Mike Sherman, Brett Favre, doubtful. Very doubtful. Um, Jason, thank you for the super chat. I'd rather be 8-9 with an ascending young QB than 8-9 with an old descending QB. Just saying. Thoughts? 
Jason, that's kind of what I laid out there at the beginning, right? I, I'm with you. I think it's time to turn the page, start a new chapter, and start building something with your young quarterback, who, by the way, you selected apparently with the idea that, yes, he's very raw and needs developing. Well, he's been doing that for three years, and Brian, by his own admission in his presser today, knows Jordan's ready to play. And the only way he's going to get better is if he plays. Start getting your young quarterback better now. I'd much rather build something with a young quarterback than hang on to the fumes of a soon-to-be 40-year-old at the game's most important position. That's just me, man. That's just and Jason sounds like that's you, too. Uh, Vex, what's up, man? Thanks for the Super Chat. Packers need to evaluate the type of O-line they draft. The O-line got absolutely bullied by the Lions, but this team has invested a lot into offensive line for poor results. Also, we need difference makers at running back and tight end. Well, okay. They have a difference maker at running back in Aaron Jones. I know the fumble clouds everything. People are kind of fixated on that, but make no mistake, Aaron Jones is one of the better backs, if not one of the best backs in the league. Uh, when he's utilized, <laughs> it'd be nice if they gave him the ball every once in a while. Um but tight end, yes. I think the tight end position as a whole needs a complete revamp. Uh, maybe they bring Tunyon back on a team-friendly deal. But otherwise, yeah, they, they got to infuse some talent there. Um, as far as the offensive line, I hear you. I don't think it makes much of a difference as far as if this is a team that is going to be zone-based. They've got some really good pieces. Um they need to shore up the protection, that's for sure. I think they obviously started behind the eight ball with the injuries to Bakhtiari and Jenkins, keeping them on the sideline to start the season. The problem for me is that the, what they were rolling out there just wasn't NFL caliber. You're talking about Jake Hansen starting an NFL game in week one. You know, every other season, every other offseason for the last three years, Gutekunst has found a veteran tackle to bring in off the street. And he didn't do that this year. And I think that hurt him greatly early in the season. And I think it hurt the Packers overall. I think they lost games because of it. So I don't know if they changed the type of offensive line they're going to be drafting or bringing in, but they certainly have to do a better job of putting a capable offensive line out there rather than the turnstiles we saw for essentially the first half of the year. Brian, thanks for the super chat. Hey, Nags, who is your preference at QB in 2023? Jordan Love. No doubt about it. Uh, Vex again. What's up, man? Jay Love could have gone 8-9 and nine this year for $45 million less. Man, I don't know. I, look, we all want to see Jordan Love. Well, some of us more than others. But it's pretty, uh, I'm not going to say disingenuous, but it's pretty flippant to say, oh, we could have done this with Jordan Love. Man, don't ever forget how rough it was. Well, not rough, but like how, you know, you got to find your legs as a starter in this league. And there's no guarantee that you're going to step in. Even with three years waiting on a bench, you're going to step in and just win games. Look at Aaron Rodgers' first year as a starter, you know? And it all works in concert. You got to have complimentary football. You got to be um, supported by the line, by the wide receivers, et cetera. You know, I'm not ready to say that, oh, they could have done what they did this year with Jordan. But I would have liked to have done it this year with Jordan so that next year he was ready to take the next step. Instead, we've just stunted his growth and basically paddled our way in circles. You know, the, the film keeps ending the same way, but we keep waiting to go, oh, hey, it's a different ending this time. Nope. Same ending. This isn't Clue 
back in the day where you go in different showings have different endings it's always the same ending sam thanks for the super chat only upside this past season was it feels like Goody hit big on his rookie class. Quay, Wyatt, Watson, Dobbs, Tom, Enigbari. Totally agree, Sam. That is the one major saving grace is the excitement and the potential that you see in this draft class. I mean, it is there and it is real. Now, obviously, nobody's arrived yet. Nothing's written in stone as far as these guys are all going to hit, right? These guys are all going to come back next season, hit the ground running and pick up where they left off. Look no further than Eric Stokes to know that that's not always the case. You know, people may forget because, you know, he got injured in that Detroit game. We haven't seen him out there for a while, but he did not exactly hit the ground running and pick up where he left off the first half of this season. If anything, he took a step back. And that could happen to anyone, if not all of these guys. So they have to do the work. They have to come back in, continue what they started and keep building on it not take anything for granted. And I'm not saying Eric did that. I'm just saying he certainly took a step back. I don't think anybody, I don't think that's unfair. I don't think anybody would ever argue that. It is not a given that you have a strong rookie season that you're going to continue to get better. You can continue to grow and develop and become a good player in the NFL, a good consistent player in the league. Nothing is a given. So it's promising. There's no doubt about it. There's a long way to go with this class. A thirsty Beach, I felt like they cut Gutekunst off when he was telling the media he appreciated them. A little bit, yeah. It depends on what platform you were on. Some cut off, some didn't. Um, I think it's still up on Packers.com, but uh, yeah, definitely cut off on the socials. Um, Justin, thanks for the super chat. Staley getting cooked online for losing Mike Williams to injury reminds me of MVS missing the 49ers game. LaFleur didn't take much heat for that. Justin, could not agree more. I just said that on the radio. This idea that, um, you know, you play these guys in these meaningless games, I, I don't think, yeah, it does not get talked about at all. You know, the idea that the Packers offense was so hard to watch in that 49ers game, a big part of that, you know, yes, you can talk about Aaron Rodgers' struggles. You can talk about that fact that they took away Devontae or whatever. But man, that offense throughout, um, you know, Matt's time in Green Bay, when MVS was on the field, it was a totally different offense. And he got hurt in a meaningless game in Detroit to end the season. And it doesn't really get talked about a whole lot. And I understand the desire to stay in rhythm, to get guys reps. I, I totally get that as a coach. But man, I just think the upside doesn't warrant it. You know, as opposed to the downside of, this Mike Williams injury or that MVS injury. I just think it's way, the risk is way too great. And, you know, as Matt said at the time, you're going to get, you know, second guessed regardless. And that is true. But yeah, Justin, I had the exact same thought. Nicholas, thanks for the super chat. Chances of Matt bringing in his brother. I don't think it's impossible. They've inquired about him before when he was on San Francisco staff. So I don't think that it's an impossibility. Um, there's a chance it happens. I'm curious that um, Sala would let him go because he, I guess, heard that there were or there were inquiries. Were the Packers one of those teams that inquired? I think we'll find out. And Mundo, what's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. Nice. Thank you for all your work. Do you feel Joe Barry will be back next season? I feel like some players regressed this year due to the coaching staff. Go Pack Go. Thank you for the kind words. 
it's really hard to say whether it was due to the staff, due to the work the guys did themselves. It's always kind of a mixture. As for Joe Barry, yeah, I think he will be back. Um, you know, I kind of jokingly said it on, I think it was either watch party or transplants a couple weeks ago, but go look at the hug that Matt gives Joe on the sideline in the Miami game when they, when they win the game after the interception, uh, Rasul's interception to kind of seal it. I mean, that's his boy. That's his guy. He's going to ride and die with him. And look, that's Matt's prerogative, right? He's the head coach of the Green Bay Packers. He gets to decide who's on his staff and who his guys are. And it's clear that he believes in Joe Barry. Now, he's believed in guys before, i.e. Amari Rodgers, who never really repaid that faith. And I think Joe's done an okay job. I don't think he's done a good job. I think he needs to do a much better job to repay that faith. Um, Joe, thanks for the Super Chat. As a matter of fairness, is it right for Packers to block Jordan Love for another year of pursuing his dream of being a starting quarterback in the NFL? Oh, as a matter of... I saw someone else on Twitter say, you know, Jordan Love doesn't deserve this. Deserves got nothing to do with it. It ain't show friends, it's show business. And I know that's cold and whatever, but they selected him. They took a chance on him when no one else would. And they, he knew the circumstances coming in. Sure, he's probably disappointed that he's not on the field yet, but that's life in the NFL. And they've got control of him for two years if they want. Is it fair? No. Man, life ain't fair. It sucks, but that's what it is. Ed, thanks for the super chat. Time-honored tradition this time of year of asking Bear fans, so what time is the Bears playoff game on? Broken. Damn. <laughs> yeah, can't really, really rub it in their faces. Although I will say this. Remember back after the Detroit game, the first Detroit game? God, the second one is so depressing. That first one, though, just remember what I said. Beat the Bears again, beat the Vikings, and beat the Cowboys. You do that as an old-school Packers fan, that's a successful season. And they did that. They swept the Bears, they killed the Vikings, and they beat the fucking Cowboys. That, that gives you, like, you know, junk-talking rights for the whole offseason. I love it. I love it. None of those, None of those fans can say boo. I love it. Dave, thanks for the super chat. The shotgun run game and the play action boot game would work better if Packers had a QB that could outrun a defensive end. Just a thought. Oh, baby, you ain't lying. You are not lying. That's one of my kind of recurring themes, right? This idea that, man, in 2016, when they ran the table, Aaron Rodgers had just the most insane run from a quarterback week in and week out that I have ever seen. I mean, a sustained level of greatness. And big part of it, was his ability in those aspects of the game. And obviously that was in a different scheme, but those kind of plays that he could make out of structure with his legs, and not just you know, running, but getting outside the pocket and making throws, making big plays, or even little plays, just plays that extend drives, what have you, those really have dried up. And they really dried up this year. I'm with you, Dave. John, thanks for the super chat. I'm just... I just miss saying Zach Tom Bombadil. <laughs> you can say it. Trumpet it. Trumpet it to the heavens. Zach Tom Bombadil. You'll be back next year. It'll all be good. Jason, thanks for the super chat. Can Corey be your proxy at a Packer presser? Um, I don't think so. I don't think the Packers would look too favorably upon that. Um, and 
technically my credential is through iHeartMedia. So um, I think iHeart could probably make the ask and probably put in the request. I don't know if the Packers would grant it, but maybe. Also, Corey doesn't want to. Corey has no desire to be in that room. Kenneth, what's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. Can Packers agree to trade Rodgers on June 2nd prior to the 2023 draft? That way, Packers get 2023 draft picks but get to split dead cap hit. That's a great question, Kenneth. I believe they can, and I think there's precedence for it. Um, I'm trying to remember. the. It was I think it was a quarterback, actually, where this happened, but I can off the top of my head. But, yes, I believe they can. Do not hold me to that. Um, but, yes, uh, I think they can, and that would be the idea. If they were to trade him, I have to think there is no way they don't make it a June designation just because of the cap ramifications. Um, but yes, I, I believe that is the would be the ideal. Andy, thanks for the super chat. Any chance we see Rasul move to safety in 2023? I I get the sense that's more of an outside design than an inside design. I know they put him there um, deep into camp this past summer. But that was mostly due to the fact that Darnell Savage was dealing with a hamstring injury and they needed a body back there. Maybe they make that move. I'm not ready to write him off as a perimeter corner, but I think there's zero doubt you bring Stokes back into the mix. It will be fascinating to see who gets what playing time-wise at corner, especially along the perimeter, especially when it's very clear that Darnell Savage works best as that nickel slot corner guy. You know, that, that you know basically not quite a star position, but... Closer to the line of scrimmage, taking on, you know, some of the uh, the run game from that spot when they're in nickel. He just seemed to work a lot better there. Um, and that puts it, you know, who do you put on the perimeter? Rasul or Eric Stokes, opposite Jair. So maybe, possibly, if they think Stokes is back and ready to rumble from the moment they kick off, yeah, maybe they put Rasul at safety. But I don't think it's a foregone conclusion. Regardless, I think... Safety is certainly a spot they're going to look at in the draft early and often. Michael, thanks to Super Chat. We know what you 412, what do you think happens? We know what you 412. What do I think happens? I've said it pretty much all year. Reiterated it again on transplants last night. I think he comes back. I think they run it all back. And I think we're here next January talking about the same shit. Watching the same movie all over again. Ryan, thanks for the super chat. Are you excited for almost four months of draft analysis? <sighs> Can't wait. Menace, thanks for the super chat. 23 will be the Jaws, the revenge of this Packers team if they run it back a fourth time. We didn't need a Jaws 4, and we don't need a fourth chance with this squad. Menace could not agree more. And yes, you know how fucking awful that movie was? Truly, you know, that is such a good, that is such a good analogy. You're right. This is Jaws 4 if they do run it back. Even worse than Jaws 4, you know what it might be? Superman 4. Aaron Rodgers as Superman returning for the fourth time in the most god-awful film ever conceived. Superman 4, A Quest for Peace. Go watch that hunk of garbage. That's what the Packers season is going to be. And now they might get, they could even win 13 games next year. And it'll still be the same ending in the playoffs. We all know it. Why are we pretending otherwise? Superman 4. Quest for bowing out the first winner-go-home game of the season. <laughs> Abdul, thanks for the Super Chat. Hi, Aaron. Were you surprised by how poor our run D 
played despite finally getting Kenny some help with Slayton, Jerron Reed, Wyatt, and Walker? A little bit, yes, but not terribly surprised given that they played so much uh, kind of nickel, you know, and went with light boxes and really kind of high safeties so often. It's like you could have Gilbert Brown in his prime up there and he's still going to be able to just take on a double team and there's only one other D lineman up there. Well, okay. And if you're playing a lot of read and react, which they were, especially in early in the season, rather than run blitzes, trying to bring down a safety. Yeah. You're going to get run over. And, uh, you know, I was hoping we'd see a little bit more heft up front, but apparently that ain't, that ain't in the cards. The Badger trio. What's up, man? Thanks for super chat. Nixon being named AP makes price go up probably, but rightfully so pay the young man. Patrick, thanks for the super chat. Hey, Nags, love the chat. I am a finalist for the Packard Hall of Fame. Holy cow. Dude, that's so cool. Patrick and Michelle Eggle. How about a shout out to get some votes going on? Go Pack. Uh, yeah, vote for Patrick and Michelle. Is it both of you? Um, I remember reading your name on Transplants a couple weeks ago. That's so cool. Congratulations. Hope you win. Thanks so much for checking out the chat. TJ, thanks for the super chat. Over under on Rogers INTs next season, 10.5. Was it the thumb or was he taking more risks? Oh, I think it's definitely the thumb. I would take whatever the over under is set at in Vegas, take the under. Unless he gets hurt again, then take it off the board. But yeah, no, 100% the thumb from, from my eyes. Tyler, thanks for the super chat. Surprise Jones had a career high in yards with minimal use. Imagine if they gave him the football. It'd be incredible. All right, everybody, I'm going to have to get going. Can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor. Uh, Cheeto coming in right at the last second here. To piggyback off of movie metaphors, another year with Rodgers, and we become the Black Knight in Mighty Python. Just but a scratch. Just but a flesh wound. How about you? Yeah, we're left limbless, guarding a bridge that everyone is free to walk over. That sounds about right. All right, everybody, thank you so much. Please hit like on the video, subscribe to the channel, enjoy the playoff football, I guess, without uh, worry, without any kind of anxiety, because, you know, the Packers will be watching along with you. I fucking hate it. Thank you so much, everybody. Please hit like on the video, subscribe to the channel, and then tell your friends and tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great weekend. Go Pack Go. Uh-huh. 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 Uh-huh.